Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. All right, so today on the podcast, whether you're watching this or listening to this, I'd like you to, I'd like to introduce you to two of my friends, Helia and Luke Gray. And what we're doing here together today, (laughs) they just waved in case you're listening to the podcast. What we're doing here today is I'm going to dive into a channeling session for these two people. And um, I wanted to share with all of you what a channeling session, what it looks like, because maybe it's kind of weird. Everybody channels a little bit differently. So I wanted to give you an understanding of what it looks like when I channel and some of the things that can be discovered through channeling process. Um, and just to you know, explain the process, even though Helia and Luke Ray kind of know how it goes, um, what happens for me is I need to meditate myself into this space. So at the beginning of a channeling session, um, well, actually, first, do you guys want to just say actual highs? <laughs> guys are in Washington. Mm-hmm. Cool. And About you have to some head off on quite an adventure. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's so cool. Well, we'll be talking about it. We'll be sharing, you know, we'll be hearing about it. So maybe we'll hold off on just some of the details until we dive into channeling, but I'm excited for you guys. And, um, anything you want to say before I explain the whole process? Um, I know that I've just been involved in a few of your channelings and they're all so different and different magic comes through each time. So I'm just really looking forward. I felt really called to this time being really potent to connect with you in that space. Beautiful. Oh, excited. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Well, I'm going to explain the process for people who have not been part of it and then I will dive in. And so as I was saying, the way that I channel is I meditate. Sometimes it takes a half a second. <laughs> Sometimes it takes, you know, up to eight or 10 minutes. Um, it's me focusing and, and quieting my mind so that I can access things outside of my mind. And this isn't a psychic reading. So um, psychic readings have more to do with time-based events is how I see it. Um, There are elements of being clairvoyant. So, you know, uh, all different definitions here, but elements of being clairvoyant, which means I do often see pictures and things come to me in pictures and symbolic things like that. But what this channeling really is about, and uh, every time I channel, it's really about the level of choice that we all have as creators and how we can get clarity. Um, I'm seeing some wiggliness. I love it. (laughs) That's why I was laughing. I'll I'll probably be wiggly. I wiggle. I want you two to just get like so comfortable. But remember, so keep most of your clothes on. I was just, that was the thought that came into my head. I was like, how comfortable does she want me to get? <laughs> my other work, you can get really comfortable. But yes, with this, definitely lounge about, get comfortable because this, this tends to last about an hour. Um, and I have a sort of internal timer. You can usually feel when I've been in for an hour. Um, and so, like I was saying, it's not a psychic reading. It's more, um, it's clairvoyant and it's channeled, meaning I'm gaining access to these higher planes and in the higher, uh, frequency levels, we're infinite creators and we have so much choice. And so I'm not going to tell you this is right. And this is wrong. I'm going to tune into your energy, Um, I'm going to tune into the energy of the all that is, which opens us up to a lot. 
And then from there, you'll be able to kind of um, make, you know, your decisions from there as empowered creators with more information. So that's really what this is about. All right. So uh, I'm going to edit this part out, but I am going to go into meditation. It takes me about five minutes, as I said. And when I'm ready, I will say, I will either just start talking a message that comes through or I'll say, okay, I'm open to questions. And at that time, you can literally ask anything you want. Okay. You, right. were, you were saying that you wanted more of like a, not to ask too many questions to well, start out with, right? I feel like, yeah, I just feel like Allison will bring through what needs okay. to be brought through. Okay, cool. Cool. Ooh, you guys are open. Woo. All right. <laughs> Here we go. I'll see you on the other side. Sometimes as I'm going in, <clears throat> the impressions of people become a lot more clear. So it's almost like a layer that I'm going into and I can feel I can feel just the fear, particularly that Helia's feeling. And that's perfectly understandable. Fear doesn't necessarily mean that it's the wrong choice. Fear sometimes just means it's a check-in point. It's a check-in point. So let me get a little deeper. I'm sensing that you're moving. And again, this isn't a psychic reading. I just want to mention that. And I'd love to hear from you once I speak this part that's coming through. The part that's coming through initially is... Um, has to do with the energy dynamics between the two of you. And we can dive deeper into this. What I'm feeling initially is a lot of excitement with Luke Ray, nervousness, but excitement. And Helia, there feels, uh, there, there's a bit more pressure there. What's happening energetically is you love to bring you love to lift people around you up. There's a part of you that is not allowing yourself to fully shine. And this can be a successful venture. Um, and it can, it can feel really good to you if you allow yourself to take space for yourself 
because you do need space to be able to hear yourself. And the reason that you need space to hear yourself, particularly right now, is you're still learning that dynamic of what it really comes down to is self-love. How do I love myself enough to shine my message and hear my message while also loving the people around me? Because it's so important for you to love the people around you. That it's something that makes you feel like you lose your own navigation at times. So let me see if more is coming through. Okay, I'll go ahead and open it up to questions or anything you'd like to express right now. Yeah, you. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like a lot of heat in my back. Um, I do feel um, that I often am trying to boost the collective rather than myself. Um, I take myself out of a lot of things. And I feel excited for the flow of adventure and movement, which is something that really like brings me home. Because um, I have really like no idea what what this adventure is going to be like or look like. Um, I'm kind of just jumping in with trust. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of fear behind it. Um, just because there are so many options and I don't make decisions just for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling family ties. <laughs> you still have that um, that feeling of, of being obligated to a lot of different people. So would you like me to dive into that? How to make that, that the way that you operate feel better? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Because it doesn't feel like that's going away. It feels like that's actually just part of how you're built, is that you are often concerning yourself with what other people want from you. And it really is a sort of obligation feeling. So let's look at that. How much do you trust yourself, Helia? Since you asked that, obviously not as much as I pretend to. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you're doing a good job and this isn't to bring any sort of critique on you at all. This is to help you feel more self-love. Mm. 
that's that's the big thing that's coming through self-love and self-love involves trusting that you are an equal creator in all things that you collaborate on that means all family ties all partnership all business ventures you have a say you have a, a voice you have and the reason that that comes into question for you is that it's sort of this pattern you want to speak your voice but you don't know entirely what it is and so then you start to lack trust in yourself and think that you shouldn't contribute your voice but you can rewire this. Trusting yourself doesn't mean that you need to have the answer and speak definitively. Trusting yourself can mean I'm feeling something and I would like to contribute this and I might change my mind about it later, the trust in yourself is not in the thing that you say. It's in allowing yourself to simply be and exist and have opinions. That's all part of trusting yourself. It's all part of trusting yourself. Not that you know the answer, but that you have an equal contribution. Does that make sense? Yes. So I'd love for you to share, oh, your kitties. I'd love for you to share, share something about what this opportunity is and we'll dive into it. Mm. A lot of things have shifted recently and we together have busted through a lot of old patterns and relationships relating and just in ourselves. And through that, one day we woke up and we're like, oh, we're in a completely different reality. And then we were um, kind of cosmically asked to leave and physically asked to leave the space that we have been attempting to create in. And it feels really opportunistic for us to actually be supported in our creations. Um, so right now we are packing up the space that we've been staying in and packing in the car and going on a road trip to share our gifts a little bit more mm. freely and in a flow to where we get pulled into where we want, where we are desired <coughs> to be. So. I love that. And I still continuously am seeing Mexico. <laughs> Say that again. A connection to Mexico and Hawaii, both of those places are really, really speaking loudly, but especially Mexico almost as a home base. Interesting. <laughs> First, we've been talking about that for a while. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, so when I, I actually, I've been talking about Mexico for a while. I've been feeling this like big pull from Mexico in general. Um, mm -hmm. And Hawaii is also another one of the places that uh, has come alive recently. I actually had a, uh, an acquaintance of mine randomly call me twice for the last week um, and think kind of things along those lines. So it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's funny. It's, it's definitely fitting. And hearing that Mexico, I'd love to hear maybe more about Mexico as a home base and just kind of opening that up a little bit. It feels like both of your energies can get really, really, actually, especially Helia's. So what I'm seeing is Helia's energy becomes very grounded and open mm. and, and loving. Like, the, like I'm seeing a lotus coming up from the earth. And then I'm seeing Luke Ray, your energy becoming very bright like a pillar. So those are the, ooh, and I'm getting full body chill, chills. <laughs> Feels really good. 
Um, and I'm seeing prosperity. Like I literally just saw a fruit growing and, and being very pulpy. So let's see if we can get some more solid. Is that what you're looking for? Because those are all very symbolic of the way that it would feel and what you'd be able to express. Um, financial abundance is there for you. Hawaii, it could be more difficult, but I'm feeling like a popping into Hawaii, not necessarily living mm. there. <clears throat> um, oh, you guys would be very happy there in Mexico. Very happy. Mm. Very stable. I'm still seeing uh, Helia, there's really a speak your voice, your voice, your true voice, your message. I'm still getting that. That's important. I'm feeling it here. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling fear, a lot of fear in my throat. Um, it has to do with your family. There's still... <clears throat> You can hear there's still like an obligation that you feel you take their, their um, holding on to you a little too. It's, a, it's like a mirage. So the, the, it's, it's like the tarot card, the, the mm -hmm. devil tarot card. This is the best. The devil tarot card is actually my tarot card for Capricorn. Oh, how fun. Oh, I, and I love that card, by the way. And I just want to, hi, kitties. I just want to um, explain a little bit about that card for people who may not have the context. Because the visual that I'm getting is, okay, so just like the card, you know, the devil sits and there are people chained to the devil in some of these depictions. And when you look at the card, the the chains are actually not they're not locked they're open so it's a choice and what i'm seeing is your family voices um a desire for you to fulfill because you've got within your family structure a lot of you're holding a lot of masculine space mm -hmm. in that you're holding this uh like you carry the truth and they're, they're looking to you for that. And just like in this card, as soon as you let yourself not hold that obligation so tightly, they'll also be like, oh yeah, I didn't need you to hold that anyway. Do you see where I'm, where I'm going with that? Mm -hmm. I create the space for it. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, it's a subtle shift that will sort of break the spell for everybody. But for you, it's a very difficult obligation to give up. It's for, for some reason it's in you. It's hard for you to give that up. And it has to do with your level of service. You love to be service and you're, you're sort of leaking out your energy into that area of service because you don't know how else to be of service. So it's just a pattern. Let yourself pay less attention to that. Laugh it off the way that I know you can. They'll laugh it off. It's the mirage. And then remember, you've got all this, the rest of the world and all these other people that would love for you to act in that service role in a very healthy way with them. Um, and, and allow that, that shift. It's, it's, it's letting yourself know that you're talented. It's letting yourself know that you have gifts to give to other people and not just your family. It's that shift. Mm. I've been talking to and about Helia a lot. So I'd love to dive into this group dynamic and Luke Ray, if you, if you have specific questions as well. <sighs> um, yeah, I guess uh, I'm curious about like, group dynamic and particularly in terms of locations um sounds like mexico feels really strong and hawaii is maybe a pop into and pop out of from time to time kind of energy um but if you would be able to speak more on that um if there's anything 
else there and then I could get into something more per- more personal to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have a connection in Hawaii that you're already working with? Did you say that? We both have a couple connections. I in have Hawaii. quite a few connections to Hawaii on different islands. Yeah. Let yourself, let yourself pop in and out, but first let yourself, um, I'm going to say get settled, but that's not quite the right way to look at it because it's not, it's not like deeply entrenched and not moving. It's let yourself get lightly settled. And it, and it really right from the beginning felt like Mexico. In fact, I almost said it, I hear you're moving to Mexico. So, um, traveling feels good, but what the two of you really want, um, and Luke Ray, I feel this very strongly from you is that financial stability and, and big, you want it big and, um, and allowing yourself to feel that and, and know that that's available to you and know that you can, you can travel and that won't be limited to you if you if you go to Mexico and settle in. Meaning what I heard at the beginning of this call was that you're gonna go on a road trip. And while that's great, it's not necessary. What you're looking for is actually um, creating your own space and, and having that abundance to play. Um, and a road trip Sounds fun, but it's not indefinite is what I'm hearing. It's more, and how funny that at the beginning of this call, I gave all of these, you know, uh, declarations about this isn't a psychic call and it's turning into a very psychic reading, (laughs) but you know, it is what it is. Um, We can dive into other areas as well, but let it be, if this feels right to you, let it be a road trip that you visit a few places and this is really fun and wonderful, but you're not searching for anything because you're just, what you were searching for is really just allowing yourself to say, this is what I want. And it's available to you. It's available to you and Mexico would be a really great place for you to be for that. Um, Sometimes I burp when I give a reading because the energy's loosening up. Your energy moving. Yep. <laughs> I see the two of you doing something together, but also having your own unique pursuits. And because I already know a bit about your own unique pursuits, I'll speak to those. I see you doing um, holding ceremony for groups together. And then I also see Luke Ray, you doing your thing that has more to do with sales and Helia, you doing your thing that has more to do with Sherpa traveling with people, um, helping open other people up to exploring the world. That is a huge gift that you have. And it's also something it's, it's when I say it, it literally feels like the boulder in the room. Like that is so you, all these other things, are you not agreeing to what really, really feels good to you and what you want? That's a huge one for you. Holding ceremony in holy places around the world, um, bringing people to those places. It's not to say that you can't do it together, but especially right now with the energetic dynamics and Helia having a hard time allowing herself to be big and speak her truth, your truth, uh, it is important that you do this on your own frequently and that it, that it is your thing. Does that resonate and make sense for both of you? Yes, I've been feeling the the Sherpa call for (laughs) since the beginning of my awakening. So, 
Yeah, it's huge. It's literally like, oh, I can feel the weight of it and how much your heart's being pulled to it and how much you're kind of resisting it. The resistance is just, it's that self-trust, self-love, self-trust. I am here. I have a gift to give. I have something to offer. I'm allowed to want that. I'm allowed to love myself enough to want that and to know that I'll be good at it. I mean, it's, (laughs) yeah, love that support. It's, it's making me busy. It's so strong. And I, the dizziness I'm being told right in this moment is when we don't allow ourselves something that is so true to who we are, it's as if we're holding our breath. It's as if we're suffocating and I'm losing. I'm literally holding my breath right now. (laughs) I feel like it's not dizziness. Like, Oh, that's a, that's a confirmation. That's a, that's not an awakening moment. That's a, I'm holding my breath and depleting myself of vital life force. That's how strong that is. And you two are good at, you know, it's interesting the shift that you've been through together because you're good at allowing each other space. You're really good at that. So the, the shift was almost how do we come together? And you said that the shift was how do we work our energies together? But it's okay to spend a lot of time apart. Not a lot of time. What am I saying here? It's okay to have your own pursuits. It's actually in the divine plan for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. How's that? Great. Really on point. Um, yeah, it feels great to be like, even more supported towards Mexico than I already was feeling on my own. That's um, exciting. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. I mean, the intent is to al- was already to head south towards Arizona, where um, I have a friend that we can stay with for a little while, and then probably go into Mexico either along the way or from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely curious about... Because Mexico is a very vast place. I'm curious if there's any, I know this is definitely more along the lines of like clairvoyant than necessarily, uh, yeah, anything else. Um, But I'm curious if there's any like area that you particularly lights up in your awareness. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know the geography or the the city lines or anything within Mexico. So, I know this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually seeing something somewhat central, but toward the the upper border. Um, No, and I'm being told that it's actually more central. Okay, so now with that, let me see if there's guidance around that. You already know where. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. You already know where. Do you okay. already know where? Um, no. Uh, the only thing that came to mind, the only awareness that I had is that like going to Arizona puts us pretty much over if we go straight down it's uh i guess it's still on the south but more central i mean the only thing that came to me was the yucatan but um only because i have a a connection there through school or like used to be in school and uh but yeah i don't know i i'm gonna i don't know where off the top of my head but i'm sure it will present itself i have a couple ideas i just need to look at a map and see sure um okay uh, and what I'm seeing is you're not in a touristy area or you're really, you're really among people who live in Mexico who are Mexican. That's what I'm seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I can see that. Um, or even, goes a- 
even if it is a bit touristic around you, you're, you're in a home base. You're connecting to people who live there. Yeah. 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 I feel that, that, that feels in residence. Um, I'm curious around the, the prosperity piece for myself um, and Helia, but just because that's been something I've been focusing on for a very long time is um, tapping into even greater and even greater and even greater uh, energies of prosperity. And I have, I guess I would say that I, I have a very clear vision of how to move forward in my business and in the financial realms. And I'm just curious if there's any, I think the main hang up has mostly been like where to start, um, which I know is also partially just starting anywhere and just being sloppy. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe not sloppy, but just, just starting and, and um, uh, breaking things as I go and improving. Um, but I'm just, I guess I'm curious if there's, if there's anything in particular regarding just how to be in a place of, e of receiving even greater prosperity um, on like an ongoing basis. Good on a more cosmic level than on like a, on a very practical level. Cause I feel like I have the practical pretty dialed in, but on a cosmic level, like what, yeah, more, more about that. Mm, okay. Thanks for the clarity on that. So you've already got the practical you're you're in that slow and steady sort of like i'm in the process of that practical aspect um and i feel really good about that if there is anything that for whatever reason your awareness does light up on that is in relationship to that i'm definitely open to hearing it um and i guess i would just say e either or all of the above you know the cosmic level and the practical level whatever lights up first yeah. or most interesting <laughs> um for you it's a good idea within the practical realms not to mix or connect too much of your spirituality and your finances it is better for you to make money within the practical realms to bring in your abundance through practical means, meaning teaching spirituality and things like that, while it's wonderful for you to do, it's not the area where you need to focus on having your abundance come from. It mixes things up too much for you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that came through. And to reiterate, it's wonderful to do those things and to, you know, create ceremony. And that came through earlier. You'll be doing that together. But if it mixes with the financial realms, it, it actually puts you into a past life pattern that's unhealthy. I'll give that a moment to kind of, you know, um, feel into your body what that feels like and, and see if there's anything more that comes through. You're welcome to ask more questions about that. Uh, yeah, at what, at what point is that, um, I guess, what qualifies as mixing spirituality with finances? because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there are many things that I have um, have intention of creating that I can see the way that they could be 
mixed with spirituality and also the ways that they're separate from. So having clarity on that from your perspective would be helpful. Awesome. Because it's true. We're, this is a spiritual experience, even though it's very practical and physical and inevitably everything is spiritual. So to clarify that, spiritual teachings, meaning things that pertain specifically to the energetic realms, holding ceremony, holding space, things like that are not where you are meant to put your um, focus in terms of making money. Right. Okay. And where it will work well for you is if you're doing something that is uh, very practical, you're good in sales. You're, you're good in sales. And, um, let's see if anything else comes through with that. And it's, it's fine for you to work with a business that benefits the planet or that, uh, has a spiritual toned mission. That's great. Those sorts of, does that delineation make more sense? does make more sense so as as a very i'll get get very specific or more specific um i have a course that i'm working on which is like a five day um intensive that merges um different types of meditation breath work and movement specific to tapping people into a quantum realm of creation Um, so for me, it's like, I can see where that could be seen as like spiritual. And to me, it's also very pragmatic because it's the way that I create and the way that I've been creating. So there's also very much like a practical grounded aspect to it. So I'm curious, like in your awareness, does that fall, would that fall into the realm of spiritual or is what you're talking about in terms of spiritual more like esoteric and um more like ceremony based because when i think about it like i tune into me holding like ceremony and holding space for people or like uh mentorship or guru type stuff like i I already know that that's not in alignment at least at this time um so i guess yeah i'm curious like does the course like like, creation like that count as quote-unquote spiritual in your awareness it does it does. May I say something how I received it? Yeah. I received it as in don't not do those things, mm-hmm. but don't focus on that generating your financial abundance. That's it. Okay. Okay. That's it. Because when the focus is placed on those things as a means to generate your abundance, it flips something for you. Whereas if you're if you're offering this as a as a supplement to something that you are pursuing that is, you know, bringing in abundance and is successful, then that's great. Mm-hmm. But it, there really is, there really is an area there. I, I, I just keep getting it. It's like, that's, that's sort of like a danger zone for you. And it's an agreement that you made in a past life uh, to not, to not go that route again because it got so convoluted for you. So that's what's coming through. Again, everything is up to choice. That's why these aren't psychic readings. I'm, I'm simply delivering, (laughs) you know, and uh, you are the master of your creation. Your wheels are spinning. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and I can feel that. And I can feel that um, there's a bit of questioning and time to process. And so what we can do is talk about something else. You can feel into this. You can give yourself the time to process whatever feels good. And knowing that this is not me, uh, it's almost like, um, what I feel is I'm delivering something from your past self saying, Hey, remember when I did this and it didn't feel good. And it's also a bit of self trust in knowing that these other avenues are what 
are meant to bring you so much abundance. And, and that is also a part of the new learning that you're doing in this lifetime. So with all that being said, we can play in other realms. We can play with other questions. And I'll also leave that what I just said with an honoring for the choices that both of you make and disconnecting myself from those choices and allowing you to feel empowered in your own choices. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. have a question yeah what would people be stoked for us to share on social media collectively together like we have so much that we could share but I, I just like have so many things and ideas that it's really hard to like focus on like it's that people pleasing I want to know what people want to see rather than like really what I want to share but um, well it's, it's great because it's twofold it's threefold actually what people want to see is actually what you want to share. But the third component is it also, I feel a little bit of nervousness around it, which is great. That nervousness shows that it's important and authentic. And people want to hear your love for each other and how you came together and how you're meeting each other. That's what people want to see. They want to hear it. And it requires a lot of authenticity because that was not an easy thing for the two of you. It's not something that doesn't contain, you know, it inherently contains vulnerability and, and, um, and that's beautiful. And that is what, what people want to see and hear. Also the magic of life, the magical process of life. how you're tuned into the divine, how others can become tuned into the divine, how others can have these magical experiences, these mystical experiences. Oh, this is funny. So I'm hearing that <laughs> I'm hearing that people find you too good looking and they want to know how to bring good looking people into their lives. <laughs> so there you go. They want to know how to bring in a partner that is divine and also beautiful. Mm. They want to hear <laughs> I wonder if we've been talking about that. <laughs> that is something that wants to be that they want to hear. I think on um, a subconscious level, everyone knows that divine beings also look beautiful and that the beauty comes from this process of becoming more divine within ourselves and that that beauty is accessible to all of us, that it's not really a surface thing. But that being said, what people see initially is the surface until they're tuned into their own divine awakening. And then they see so much more. So helping people to, yeah, to find, they want that pretty thing and they can't quite identify what the prettiness is. So talk about your love, talk about the love that you found with each other, share as vulnerably as you feel comfortable. People want to hear that. They want to feel that. They want to feel that honesty from you about how you made that connection work because even if it's divine, there's work. And they want to know what that is. And they don't even know that that's what they want, but they want that. 
Oh, I love that. <laughs> Keep showing your pretty faces. <laughs> Can do. <laughs> thanks thanks for that support allison it's, it's, it's cool we've we've been we've been feeling that or something similar to that for a while so again it's it's great to have support in something we've already been aware of um cool. yeah i love that i have a more specific question for me so in a similar realm where to where to and how to share what would be a specific niche for myself that encompasses um, all of all of what I am um, mm -hmm. and delivers it in a way that contributes and is in alignment with bringing me financial um, prosperity in the big way that I'm, uh, that you see, and that I'm also, um, moving towards. Um, yeah, let me just start there, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I want to clarify the question that you're asking. Are you asking, yep. how do you bring in that abundance or are you asking, what do you share about yourself? So you said that, um, while sharing these aspects of like spirituality and, you know, creation is something that I can do. It's, it's something that I shouldn't necessarily focus on as bringing me the financial, um, the, like the financial abundance and prosperity that I desire to have. Um, so, uh, I guess I'm wondering is the social media presence that I create, uh, like divergent from that, like maybe I share those things sometimes, but I'm more focused on um, sales. Like, yes, sales. I guess. I, I mean, I get about. I get that it's sales focused. Here's what it is. Here, this is bringing more clarity to that. Mm -hmm. um, the mix-up becomes when you are the object. Mm -hmm. So you, the reason that you're good at sales is because if you can align yourself with a project or a product or something, you align yourself, that particular project or product is already in alignment and you share on that versus sharing on yourself. That's where it starts to get a little tricky. If you can align yourself with something else and share on that, that's good. And occasionally, yes, absolutely. No limits on, you know, enjoying just sharing about yourself. But if you're sharing about yourself as a means to an end, <coughs> a financial end, that's where it gets tricky. D does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's still, it's not quite getting to what i'm like okay i'll be very specific i'm looking to create okay. a like a youtube channel and from my understanding being in a specific niche on youtube is helpful but not necessary so if i'm creating these different social media platforms and my voice and my expression on them am i sharing just all of who i am without the expectation or intent to create money from that or am i sharing uh like in line with the aspects that I'm making money from. Does that make sense? Mm. Am I making sense? Mm. Yes. Okay. Let me feel that. Disconnect it from the from the income and and anything like that. It's just sharing to share. Mm -hmm. And your abundance is meant to come from somewhere else. And it, what's happening is what I'm seeing is that it actually just will get caught in a cycle. It kind of won't work if you do try and what I'm seeing, if you do try and have your abundance come from that avenue of sharing about yourself and your spiritual journey, 
it, it won't go very far. It'll just get caught and caught and caught. It'll, it'll continue to not work to the level that you're capable of bringing in abundance. And so it'll be frustrating. It's not that, you know, it'll just be a frustrating process. If you allow yourself to share and just have that be uh, an outlet for you that feels joyful, and then you also have your business pursuits separate from that, then you'll be very successful in your business. Can you speak more on what types of business pursuits that you're aware of? Mm -hmm. Maybe that would help. My Mm -hmm. You are good in sales. If you put yourself into a company that already has something going, you will be good at that. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was short and sweet. Cool. <laughs> I have a question on that note. Is the yeah. company that... Um, Luke Gray is currently in aligned with that. <laughs> it is. Um, the the hesitation that you're feeling from it is that it's not a company that's already successful. Meaning it's, it doesn't have a track record yet. So you could stick with that or you could put yourself in alignment with another company that already has some, some momentum behind it um, that also is aligned with this beautiful new that we're creating. I'm feeling that this might have to be the last question. Uh, simply because it's what starts to happen energetically is it just gets more and more dense. And what I mean by that is we start looking at the little details on the page and channeling sure. really this beautiful zoomed out focus. And so let's zoom out. And remember that there's so much ultimate choice and play. And any of these directives are not meant to be confining. They're meant to bring that opening, more opening, more freedom, more play, more joy. And I'm being shown that's why I don't deal with the psychic realms because it becomes very finite. So that's just a note for me. And since I brought that ending on abruptly, is there any question that we'd like to maybe um, have as the final question of this session? Do you got anything? Sure. Um, so hmm. give me a second. Okay. Okay, so what, uh, I guess I'll just open this up in a very like interesting way. So what this energy, space, consciousness, and magic can Helia and I be to be the greatest contribution that we are, mm. that we are, um, for ourselves and others and the earth and the universe and everything else that is. I love that question. <laughs> and you're gonna love how simple the answer is. I figured it would be. 
through loving each other, you are doing all of those things. This is because loving another human is one of the greatest things that we can do because it connects us more to the truth of oneness and helps us let go of those more dense realities of individuality. We are all individuals and that's important and there's nothing wrong with it. It's divine to be an individual. But to learn as individuals to love another requires a high level of alchemy. And that's why it, that alchemy that's created between two or more people transmutes universal energy. It changes the structure of the entire world because it is so powerful. And it is so unique to each individual on how that process happens. What we need to let go of in our own lower needs, egoic needs, not lower as in less than, but lower as in less purified. Through the process of loving another, those things become purified. We become greater as individuals. We become alchemized as individuals. That exact process is what changes the whole world. It's so simple, just love each other. Love each other in relationship because that's where the greatest amount of fear and vulnerability points can be reached. And take that learning and love all of the people that you encounter throughout the day. Accept them. Deeply love them. And then find that resonance again with each other and with yourselves. That's what changes the entire world. I feel like that's a mic drop moment. All you need is love. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and close out the channeling now. I just have my own way of shifting the energy. <laughs> I open my eyes and Helia's like <laughs> big smile. Oh, I love you guys. Thank you for, for doing you. that with me. How was that? It was really, really um, powerful. I felt it through my body. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of it was just like things I needed confirmed inside or um, just the support of one of my <laughs> greatest mentors and peers <laughs> and friends. Thank you. Oh. I'm having a moment. I'm not out of channeling yet. I'm here with you. <laughs> <laughs> the universe and the cosmos. Love you. I love you. Nice. I'm, I uh, am just a little bit uh surprised and now have a lot i know to, <laughs> to i can feel that be aware of yeah so i'm i'm definitely i'm well it's interesting i'm not really like too thrown for a loop in the like i still see the value in creating the intentions that i have to create it is just uh opening up other possibilities that were already there but just maybe i don't know it's just it's creating more for me to be aware of in an interesting way that i wasn't anticipating uh, and I feel like if I now knowing that, like, well, I would put it this way. I'd love to do another channeling with you at some point, And I would, I can just ask far more channel worthy questions. Um, I'd almost be game to do that with you like one-on-one -on -one and have like, or we could do it together actually. 
You know what I mean? Okay, fine. Um, okay. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, yeah, I mean, if I were if I were asking uh, questions, this was more along the lines of like, okay, there's this big shift that's happening. You know, what's kind of yeah. what's next, and where's the support? Um, maybe in the future, I would be more along. I would be asking much more direct larger larger questions i would be asking much larger questions of curiosity yeah so maybe at some point in the future i'm glad that that element of surprise came in because that's actually super typical i would say for channeling uh there inevitably is the moment where somebody goes oh my god like i've been going down this route and you're telling me it's not what i thought it looked like or you're you're offering that as a potential and um so i'm glad that that came in because because uh, that's what happens so often and and yeah like life changes um we make choices our choices are so infinite that it could be just anything and there is no wrong and so um yeah we'll definitely do a follow-up i'm into that cool. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys. Okay, well, we'll just all say goodbye. Bye. And we'll catch you later. Catch you later. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening today to the True Creator Podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode for any links to all the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at allisonholly.com where you can receive a free guided meditation for healing sexual shame by subscribing to my newsletter. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.